0: Up Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children and anarchists of all ages, welcome to the Dark Lord the United States of an Anarchy podcast. Who am I? I'm the man without a plan, the Dark Lord himself, the Nightmare King, giving you, you unapologetic truth, blunt honesty, and hardcore facts. If you are looking for celebrity gossip, this is not the podcast for you. This top, this podcast is for real topics and real people in real situations don't like what I have to say, two words, don't listen, boycott this podcast, boycott my social media, boycott anything that has my name attached to it, it's that simple. Now, I said I would take a break from my normal rhetoric, but this one has to be talked about. at Aubrey, 25 years old, cut down just for jogging in a predominantly white neighborhood in Georgia. Of course I have to talk, touch on this situation, I have to touch on it, because it amazes me. Well, I'll save my opinion for the final thoughts, but we're going to talk about what has happened to this young man, and this is a story, Ahmed's story is a story that we keep hearing over and over and over again, so buckle up hold on tight, when we come back, we're going to get into who this young man was and why what happened to him happened to him, and who happened to him. We are discussing Ahmed Aubrey and his unfortunate, untimely demise. Now, first and foremost, who was Ahmed Aubrey? And what did he do? He was 25 years old. He was killed Days before his twenty-sixth birthday. Twenty-five. He didn't even get to experience life. He was somebody's son. He was a mother's son. He was a father's son. But what was his actual crime? His crime was jogging down the street. Something the average American, whether you were black, white, Hispanic, Asian, everybody goes for jog. People jog to clear their heads. People jog to get in shape. People jog, sometimes just for the sake of jogging, for a hobby. Some people jog as a way to prepare for a physical event that they have to do later on in the year, like the marathon. But that's neither here nor there. Unfortunately for Mr. Aubrey, he was hunted down. Racially profiled, from where I'm standing, he was racially profiled and accused of breaking in to home because the area where he was jogging, Brunswick, Georgia, is predominantly white. Conveniently, so he was confronted by two armed men. We'll talk about who those guys are in our next segment. But let me focus on. Ahmed Ari for a second. He was gunned down for fighting for his life. He was in a fight-or-flight situation. He was in a situation where anyone who wanted to survive the situation would have responded in the same light. Now, here's the part that I have a problem with. And you probably know this right now what I'm going to say. He was murdered February of this year, his assailants were arrested Thursday last week, May 7th Why did it take two months for these men to be arrested? Hmm. We're gonna discuss that further along in our in this episode. But Ahmad Aubrey, I hope I said his name right. But Mr. Aubrey did not get what he deserved. He didn't deserve to die, and it amazes me the justifications it amazes me how America and around the world, this is something that I noticed I was going to say this for my final thoughts but I have to say this off the rip. it amazes me that black people are the only people in the world that get blamed for their murders I repeat, black people are the only people in this world that are held accountable and get blamed for someone else murdering them. Scary, isn't it? But, I'll tell you why I said that in my next segment where I talk more about the men responsible for the death of Mr. Aubrey. When we come back, we're gonna talk about them. And we're back, so we are discussing the murder of Ahmed Aubrey. This segment we're going to dive into the other side of the story, particularly the people who are responsible for poor defenseless Aubrey's untimely, undeserved, and unjustified murder. This time it was a father and son duo. The father Gregory McMichael and son Travis McMichael now let me give you guys a little quick backstory on the father. The father, Mr. McMichaels, aka murder McMichaels, because that's what he is. Before his retirement, for a few years, he was a pro- he was a police officer. Now is a civilian because he's retired. And his son, I'm not sure what he did, does for a living. So these two decided to hop into their truck and decided to go do a citizen's arrest because according to them they believe that Ahmed Aubrey was responsible for home invasions in the area but here's the thing though it's on record that no home invasions were ever reported coming out of that area and the phone call And the phone calls that they made to 911 when they spotted Aubrey coming out of a house that was under construction, allegedly, because we don't even know if that was Ahmed Aubrey on tape. They said that they see a robbery suspect and they're going to apprehend him. The call didn't even make sense, to be honest with you. I'm just going to tell you like it is. But here's a part about Gregory, Mr. Gregory McMichaels that you may or may not already know. There is a piece of there's a there's a um a picture floating around on Facebook right now as a matter of fact that shows a clan rally or a clan protest whatever the case is. And there's a man in the video wearing clan apparel, not a hood or anything like that, but like a shirt that has their patches and their colors and their logos and he has a awful strong resemblance to Gregory McMichael. The only reason why I'm saying that it sh- it's a resemblance and not Gregory Michaels is because it's a picture from the side. So is Gregory Michaels a Klansman judging by that picture? Who knows? But that's neither here nor there. I'm talking about his actions. That's what we discuss here on the United States of America actual facts not opinions i save my opinions for the final for my final thoughts so gregory michaels and his son decided to hop into their trucks and chase down poor defenseless ahmed and hop out on him with shotguns now the video is going around on social media It's all over, you can look it up yourself. But from what was described, from what was seen, Ahmed basically fought for his life and his life ended horribly. He didn't deserve that. Nobody deserves to die like that. I don't care how you feel. Uh, innocent Innocent people are not supposed to die like that. But here's the disturbing thing about this case. This is a clear case of murder. Murder that was caught on tape. It was just on May 7th of this this year that both Travis and his father, Gregory, were apprehended and arrested and being held without bail. But this crime happened all the way in February. And the DAs purposely kept the footage of the murder out of the media, period. No one knew this even happened until recent, until about two weeks ago. None of us knew this even happened. Why was this done? Interesting, right? When we come back, I'm going to discuss the legal side of this story. And why is it just now we're all finding out about this? and we're back so we are discussing the murder of Ahmad Aubrey. now I said in this segment we would break down the legal aspect of his case now as we all should know by now if someone is murdered there should be an uh, investigation there should be you know people going to jail people you know a court date all that wrong as a matter of fact let me tell you some things that you may or may not already know there have already been prosecutors handling this case but they've done their best to not only cover it up but not prosecute quick side note both father and son Gregory and Travis McMichael have yet to get legal representation hmm red flags already but let's focus on the bigger legal aspects. About three... This case has had four different prosecutors. Three of them have removed themselves. Let's start with the first one. The first prosecutor, Jackie Johnson, a district attorney who recused herself because she has worked with the elder, Mr. McMichael, worked for her as an investigator because, remember, he was a cop. The next prosecutor... George E. Barnhill stepped aside because his son worked for Miss Johnson. But not before he advised that the McMichaels were protected by the citizen the state citizens' arrest and self-defense stature and should not be held responsible for killing in his lecture. Interesting, right? Basically, he's saying stand your ground, protects them. And they were making a citizen's arrest. But here's the thing about citizen's arrest. To make a citizen's arrest, you have to catch someone in the act of making a crime. The video shows clear as day. That's not what happened. But let's move on. The third prosecutor, Tom Duran, received the case mid-April and called the Georgia Bureau of Investigations last week. About two days later, the father and son were arrested. So as you can see, they've been, they were playing um, hot... They were playing hot potato with this case. They didn't want to touch it for one reason or another because of either conflict or because they felt that they weren't going to do their job right. But it raises a lot of red flags and it says a lot about the state of Georgia in terms of legal legal representation and how this case is going. But the new prosecutor... Jolette M. Holmes is coming from Cobb County in Atlanta, Atlanta's metropolitan area. And she is the first African-American to serve as district attorney. She's the fourth prosecutor and she is on her job. And I guess she's going to say justice is served, make sure justice is properly served. So now that we know the legal aspects and the, 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 the other stuff, that's been going on behind the scenes here's something else that you may not know oh yeah I'll save that for my next segment where we talk about the man who actually made the video of the death of Ahmed Aubrey and what he's been going through and we're back so we are discussing Ahmed Abar. I mean Ahmed Aubrey and his death now, here's a part of the story that may sound familiar to you, or a classic case of Deja Vu. This segment is going to be called Deja Vu. So, apparently, according to sources, as per the norm, Ahmed, Ahmed Akbar apparently has had a running with the law. And guess who allegedly was involved? You guessed it. Mr. Gregory McMichael. He allegedly, when he was 19 year old 19 years old, was arrested for shoplifting. Allegedly. And it's also alleged that he once brought a gun up to school. Alleged. Now, where have we seen this before in the media? Where have we heard a scenario where the victim is murdered, but somehow the victim's past is brought up instead of dealing with the current situation and the issue ahead. Oh, I remember, remember about almost 10 years ago to date, there was another scenario with a young man who was walking outside from buying, just went to the store to go get some iced tea and Skittles and he was gunned down, remember that, and they brought up that he was suspended school for smoking weed, and his murderer got off. You might remember that story. Trayvon Martin. Remember that? Yeah. The scenario plays out all the time. Oh yeah, and here's another similarity with the story of Trayvon Martin. It took months before George Zimmerman was even arrested. And also, keep in mind ladies and gentlemen, just because The McMichaels were arrested, that doesn't mean anything. George Zimmerman was arrested too. Keep that in mind. Keep that in mind. But this is a scenario that is consistently playing out. Why is it that every time an innocent, unarmed black man is killed, their past is brought up to discredit them? What does the situation that happened years ago have to do with the here and now but here's another aspect of the story that's getting left out the mother the mother and father of Ahmed they are basically saying they want these men to be faced with hate crime charges which this is what it is because this was a lynching whether you want to believe it or not We watched yet another lynching of an unarmed black man. But you know what? I'm getting too far ahead of myself. Now that we've discussed similarities with cases and this is a reoccurring theme, let's get into my final thoughts. And we're back. So here are my final thoughts. First and foremost, I would like to express my condolences to... Family of Ahmed Akbar, Ahmed Um Aubrey. I don't know why I keep saying Akbar, sorry. Am I the only one that's like, wait a minute. I want to start this off by saying, are we living in the year 2020 or 1820? Why is it that black men are consistently being lynched publicly? And the perpetrators of this crime are still walking around free and clear. Why is this still happening? I would like to know. Why did the McMichaels, both Gregory and Travis McMichaels, along with William Bryant, feel so comfortable to pursue an obviously unarmed Ahmed Aubrey to do you the unthinkable. Why is that? It's been brought to my attention that there are places in Georgia where they will blatantly not let you in because you are black. There are places in Georgia where the police officers will specifically target you because you are black. Did this state not realize that the rest of the world has moved on and for those of you who are wondering these are the reasons that Colin Kaepernick took a knee in the first place because of scenarios where young men, young women and children that have melanin in their skin are being murdered unjustly harassed and lynched did you know that every 30 seconds in America, a child that has melanin in their skin is snatched and snatched and snatched, whether it be by sex traffickers or their life being snatched away. Why is it that black people are the only people? that have to have laws passed just for the right to exist. Why is it that black people are the only people on this planet where it is their fault for being murdered? I repeat, why is it that black people are the only people on this planet that their murders are somehow justified and it's their fault that they got killed? Why is that? What can we do to change this matter? Now, another thing I want to address is, in my final thoughts, is why is it that before they even prosecute all it, that they want to say, let's start the healing process. But to those people that want to say, let's start the healing process, I say to you this, how can you heal a wound? if you refuse to address what caused the wound in the first place. How can you prescribe a remedy for sickness when you don't want to address what causes the sickness in the first place? Hmm? Inquiring minds would like to know. But I'm not getting my hopes up in terms of justice. I hope justice is served. But We have seen time and time again where the killers of unarmed men, unarmed black men, walk free and clear. While the family on birthdays, holidays, has to see an empty seat at the table. That didn't have to happen. And it makes me angry and it's scary. That in this day, 2020, people of color, particularly black and brown people, still cannot get equal justice. It amazes me that it took two months for some amount of justice to be served. Two months. The murder happened in February 23rd. The assailants weren't arrested until May 7th. Am I the only person that sees something wrong with that? The only solace is, is that neither one of them has been granted bail. They don't deserve it. They're murderers. And the fact that they tried to justify what they did. Even the people who own the property with the footage that shows who they believe is, Ahmed bad, said that their property was not damaged, he took nothing. This was the video that showed what happened leading up to the, the, his untimely demise. That, let me just clarify that. And law enforcement is on record, it's in Brunswick, Georgia, is on record saying there have been no reports of break-ins. And the person that they claim was on video, that to be Aubrey, looks nothing like him. So, with that being said, what we saw was not a uh, citizen's arrest gone bad. This was a lynching. lynching. Oh! Until and until we change that, we need to it will never be fair so join me on my next episode ladies and gentlemen when we talk the streets part three the story of daniel hernandez i told you so until next time ladies and gentlemen love peace and chicken grease deuces